Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What are you talking about? This conversation can serve purpose. WBZ, or if you're in England, WBZ. We are Jay talking mid, uh, live midnight to five, and we're with Craig Fitzgerald, known sometimes as Fitzy. I, I wish I could remember to call you that. <laughs> Fitzy, Fitzy, Fitzy. It'll, it'll stick eventually. <laughs> And we're here to talk about all things automotive and the stuff that is connected to all things automotive. And uh, we had a plan, but the plan changed about 60 seconds ago. And first we were talking about the dreaded scooters, which may not be in your town yet, but they probably will. You need to act now to keep them out. Here we go. Here's my story. There are, there are towns where uh, th- that have been overrun by these scooters. They're just kind of in there, scattered around, people use them, and they just kind of discard them like so much trash. It'll make your town look nasty, like a, like a trash town. That's the way that the towns look that have them. One of those towns is Brookline, and they're actually having a hearing Wednesday the 12th at 6.30. If you happen to live in that town, I, got, I, I saw the news. Uh, that um, brings us to... Well, if they can do that, just they have this product to rent, well, why can't we all do that too? I have a bike. We all have bikes. Why don't we just put them out there too and rent them? Say, hey, you want to rent my bike? Put some money in my little jar here. And then just throw it wherever you want. I don't care. Same basic uh, model. And we talked about Quincy. And yeah, Quincy had, Craig, a, you, Quincy had a bike program, yeah. uh, and it wasn't run by the town. It was uh, Lime Bike that was, that was running the program. And, and you're those sure bikes, that the town had nothing. I don't believe n- that they did because I was kind of following it in the local, um, you know, the local papers uh, Facebook page and the uh, Quincy is everything Facebook group, which is great, by the way. And I mean, it was nothing but nothing but complaints about it, and there was nobody that you could sort of contact about, you know, you know what was going on with these bikes. So, so they just showed up overnight two years ago and within a week they were just everywhere they were you know left out in front of the mcdonald's they were in people's driveways they were all over the place and they're very visible because of these bright green bicycles and so the you know the people complained about it the town sort of got involved and i think they made them sort of organize them a little bit better but it to no avail these things were all over the place it seems if the town if 
the town was not involved, that would be see. I don't know if it's any any violation. You know, like, is it illegal to leave a bicycle out for anybody to ride it? I don't know. I mean, it's it it, the 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 onus is on the company. You're doing business, though. Yeah, I guess you're doing business. You don't need a license to do a business necessarily, right? I don't. Well, I think you kind of do. I mean, if you're try a to get a hot painter, dog stand, don't you need a? If you're yeah, but you're that's with food. If you're a sign painter, you don't need a. You don't need we a didn't, license, we didn't you know? know we were going to talk about this. Otherwise, we'd have the facts right. about <laughs> what licenses you need. And no, but I mean, you don't. You know, you don't necessarily need. You know, I'm a. We I'm don't a, know that you might need. I, I, if even if you don't, maybe you should. I mean, this is public right. space. Right. You are. I'm a taxpayer. I don't want my public space that I pay for used well, for someone's business at the expense of the public space. I don't see why you get to make money while degrading my public space. And so, it's up to the town to protect that. So the idea the idea was That includes Brookline and Quincy and whatever town. The the, the I, I think the the idea for all of these things came out came came around with Uber, right? It was and it was like Oh, okay. You know, you can use your car to do anything. You can, you know, drive people around and you can use it for your employment. But it was, there was like no, like there was no second step. Like what happens if you hit, you know, you run into, uh, you know, a, a bunch of kids standing out at the bus stop. Who do you sue at right. that point? Do you well, sue the, bridge, the driver? The right? conversational so, bridge from the scooters to Uber was, you said, hey, these young people come up with these business models yes. and they just throw them out there without, without any... Uh, the idea no, of the results right. and without checking in and then the towns that's you my friends you you get stuck with uh, you're in a position where you have to dig out from this mess so so my that's wife like uber right. is the, is an example my wife i told you is a, a lawyer for for one of the one of the towns in in massachusetts she she's a town council for that's and, gonna and be a good gig right yeah yeah it is it's great and and she you know is, is involved in this in the city solicitors organization you know and they it's like an email group and they you know ask questions of each other and stuff and one of these guys was a lawyer for some town in massachusetts said hey i get this guy we found out about this guy who is a mobile fuel delivery service. So you're at your office and you go, you know what? There's no gas in my uh, Audi A7. Uh, I want to have a gas delivery. I want to have this guy show up with a fuel truck and fill up my Audi A7 in the parking lot at work. Now, listen, that, that, that kernel of an idea is not a bad idea. However... There's got to be regulation. There are tons of regulations around fuel, right? Right. You have to be you have to be licensed for it first of all. You have to be. Right. There's a weights and measures department. It can't be just that, Joe Dirtbag, right? With a five gallon can <laughs> in the back of his exactly, truck, <laughs> right? So it was like there's this whole chain of things that are like, hey, I have a great business idea, and and this Silicon Valley, you know, mentality is, well, fail fast. You just get out there and do it. And don't ask any questions. You'll figure out the legal part of it later on. And it's, you know, it would like Facebook, as a that, matter of fact, right? That may be fine. That may be fine with bicycles and scooters. It's not so fine when you got some guy showing up with, you know, twelve hundred gallons of fuel on the back of a uh, on the back of a truck. Right. It's it, it's like that next step to how much how much more dangerous is is this going to be? How many more people are going to be at risk because of this? Right. This guy has a fuel spill out in your in your parking lot somewhere. Yep. Or he's a, he's a big old truck in this parking right. lot that may have uh, limited sized egress. Right. And banging into other people's cars. Right. right. Spilling oil. Right. Yeah. 
hazmat yep. situation. So apparently this is an app. And I don't, I'm not going to name the app because I don't want to give them any promotion whatsoever. But this is a, some you know mobile fueling app that that people can sign up to and you know I'm sure, I'm sure some genius in silicon valley came up with this idea you know some some dude who went to stanford and and is you know left in his third year and has decided to start a business somewhere but it's it's like that this is a this is, goes one step beyond you know what what should be uh common business practice i guess yep so you're a car guy and the reason this Topic is justified when with Fitzy the car guy is, even though it started with scooters, it it uh, evolved into talking about Uber. And you had a situation situation with Uber. One of the problems with these startups that just right. start up without any concern for the ramifications is who do you sue? Yeah, and I think the the it's funny like the the, the in with Uber it's like the trust of the person who is driving the Uber. You know, there, there's always this like, oh, we're just going to assume that these are good people, right? And these, we're going to assume that these are decent, upstanding, law-abiding people. And I think that's a recipe for disaster, right? Because, and I like Uber. I use it all the time. I use Lyft all the time. And but I was I was coming out of uh, coming out of my office in Quincy. I was getting on 93, and I had to stop uh, at the Rotary, and I got rear-ended by a guy, and uh, so I. I stopped, you know, and, and uh, it was a pretty pretty good hit. And I pulled over. He didn't look like he wanted to pull over, but he I made him pull over. He had smashed the front end of this uh, uh, Volkswagen Passat in. And immediately he gets out of the car and says, I drive for Uber. I really don't want you to report this. And I was like, well, like, I have no idea what damage you did to this car. I, it's not my car, first of all. So if there's damage on it, I I don't want to be responsible for that. I want you to be responsible for that. I want you to give me your, you know, your license and your registration, he, which he reluctantly, very reluctantly did. And when he did, what I realized was the car was rented. It wasn't even his car. So at this it said point, hurts like, on the it said hurts on the registration. So he had rented a car specifically to do Uber with. Now, I don't even, I don't know if that's... <laughs> I don't know if that's legit. I thought Uber was supposed to check and see what kind of car you were driving. I, I, I don't know if that was that's actually happening, but he was driving a rented car. So at that point, it was like I don't even I don't know if this guy's got insurance. I don't. I have no. I, I have no clue. Now, fortunately, you know the the car checked out. I didn't have any damage. He really smashed the front end of his car up, but he was on the hook for that. The car I was driving was undamaged. Um, so I didn't have to get into it with them, but if, if you do, I just don't know, I, I don't know what the legalities of this are. Well, I'll tell you what they are. According to lawyers.com, I would tell you, I'm not a lawyer, so I had to look it up myself. Uber and Lyft drivers are independent contractors. If you're in a car accident with an Uber or Lyft driver, suing the rideshare company directly is probably not an option. This is because Uber and Lyft drivers are independent contractors, which you mentioned earlier. Right, right. Which We're means they are not employed by Uber or Lyft, but work as independent third parties. But I would argue that that, that shouldn't be the case. When I call, I when I when I use my app, I'm I'm using the Uber app, not the Joe Schmo app. Right. I'm not, you know, it's I I believe it's them. I'm using that service and they are an agent of that service. 
That's I, I feel like that needs to be taken to court. I I need you to I need you, Greg. Yeah, to yeah. Them. We gotta we gotta we we gotta figure this out because it's it's. Uh, is that still out? To, is it? Is it still uh, pending? This this? Accident? No, no, no. I mean, it was it was just it was a minor traffic accident, and and there was no damage to the car, no you know legitimate damage. I you know what he did was I was driving a pickup truck, and it had a trailer hitch on it, and he tagged the trailer hitch, and um and really tore his car up. It just felt much worse than it was, uh, when he hit me. But um, so luckily there wasn't any damage. What's to the, the lesson I there? Driving. I have a trailer hitch all the time. Yeah, yeah. I guess drive. Drive pickups more than <laughs> I guess it's a so. good reason I, for it. And I know that the, currently the feeling is that they're independent contractors, but I, I'd like to see it go to court and some smart lawyer. But, you know, you're absolutely that right. That's, that's I, not the case, right? I, I mean, I did not contract with the contractor. I contracted with Uber. Yeah. Right. I mean, I, I, I now Uber I got money from now. The, from I have the to deal go and read from the terms you. and conditions. Uber gets money from you. Right. Some of that money in the app goes to them. Right. It doesn't go directly to the contract. As a matter of fact, I'm not sure how it works. It might all go to them, and then they and pay then this they guy pay back. Uber. They do. That, that is so how So they're it paying works. him. Right. Right? Right. Soon, will people just be able to buy a car online? Oh, that's a good question. We should talk about that. That's a long We'll, we'll save that discussion. for later, because I, yeah. I think already you can. You just go online, features you want, price you want, click. Somebody delivers it. You test drive it. You're done. Can't do it. Oh wow! We'll find out why later on Jay talking. <laughs> Let's go to Joe in Bi- Joe in Biden. Wow! What? How's that? How's that for a slip? Joe <laughs> in Boston. I was listening to Nightside too much. Let's uh, talk to Joe. What's going on, Joe? Gentlemen, just wanted to mention in regards to the rental scooters that um, um, there's been a oh at least 25 years now on the vineyard uh, they rent these uh, mopeds out yep and when you rent a moped uh you have to sign in a, uh, some kind of liability uh, document yep and but but much like what you've been talking about this evening people uh, realize they can't make it all the way back from the lighthouse because uh, it's a it's a terrible ride on a moped yeah. and they just leave them all over the place do they really every afternoon there's a pickup truck that you see going up state road or lighthouse road and and one empty in one direction and on the way back it's filled with mopeds yep <laughs> You know, and and kudos to the company for for doing that. Obviously, they want to get their inventory back, but you know, the, the I I I guess I don't have Bradley. I think has more of a complaint with people just riding scooters around, which, which you know, because they're I, no, they're I, in your way. No, I don't. They, I, I don't like the trash. Oh, you don't. Like I don't them, really don't mind like them, them riding. Around. It's, okay. I think they're way safer than a bike. Yeah, yeah. I, I have the beef with bikes on the sidewalk because yeah. they're really a public right. for old folks and babies and little dogs. <laughs> They're dangerous. Yeah. So, so and the people you know, are arrogant too. But, but the idea that you're just going to scatter these things to the wind and and just nobody is is in charge. You know, you had one guy drop them off. Like, the, the, how did you get them there? Why isn't that guy responsible for picking them up at the, the end of the scooter, day? The know? scooter. They, char- they charge them. They charge them on the on the vineyard. If you don't bring it back, they yeah. charge you. That's great. That's the, the way it should work. The scooter model is a model of litter. Litter is okay. I, mean, like, I, do, I, gotta, I can't I throw gotta, away my trash, but you what, can have about, trash out there for rent. What about the shopping carts they used to have at the, the not the shopping carts, the luggage carts at the airport used to, if you brought it back to the, if you returned it to the rack, you got, a, you got your quarterback. You got your quarterback. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and, and you know, I, I do love the hub bike program. I think that thing is great. You've got charging stations. The bikes are neatly ordered. 
you know, you 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 put your credit card in, you take one out, you ride it around, and you drop it off somewhere else. But it's not just you know left in somebody's front yard, willy or, nilly, or in the Neponset River as as one of the bikes I saw in Quincy. <laughs> it was like I was I was on my run one day. I looked down and there's one of the bikes in the river. Was, was there anybody on it? <laughs> no, not no. I believe he got himself out. I th- I think he I think he waded out. Hey Joe, do you live in the vineyard? I spent uh, many summers there. I haven't been there in a few where years. Where did you? Uh, I'm just so curious. Where did you spend your summers exactly? Do you know uh, Lobsterville Beach? Lobsterville? No, I don't. Yeah, you know Lighthouse Road. No, I guess I shouldn't have okay. asked. So, so if you go I know South way, Beach, I know Katama, I know all that stuff. Okay, if you go as far away from the ferries as you can get, you end up in Aquina, otherwise known as Gayhead. Okay, I know where that is. I got a tick in my belly in Gayhead. Yeah, right. So I, I left my heart in San Francisco. <laughs> so they, they, had, uh, uh, they moved that lighthouse. If you ever get to see the uh, uh, PBS special, it's fascinating how they moved that lighthouse. Okay. But, uh, uh, but the beach we had was people would say, do you live uh, near the nude beach? And I said, no, we are we are the nude beach. <laughs> okay. So, and, and so I appreciate it. A little it. slice of heaven up there. Yeah. That's great. Well, thanks a lot. Appreciate okay, it. Have a good night. Thanks, Joe. It does sound like a song title. Not I left <laughs> I my heart in San Francisco, but I got a tick in my belly on Gay Head. I did. It is a nude beach, and I went there once. I'll be honest, and I was really uncomfortable with being nude. Yeah, it's like, ee. but I, it's not for. I had to walk a long way through this grubby, bushy, Brushy stuff. Kind of I stuff, wasn't nude yeah. during the walk. Good. <laughs> That's I got good. home, and it was not a small tick. It was a tick, like a moose really? tick. It was giant, and. uh there it was, kind of like the size of a mouse. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to get it out. I tried soaking it out. I, I you know, I, all those tricks, you know, yeah. Vaseline, and it didn't budge. The mats, nothing. Finally, I dug it out. But that was wow. It was too big. He was not a lime. How long ago? How long ago was this? Uh, when I was in college. Oh like yeah, yeah. Eighties, early eighties. That's when you'd try a nude beach. Yep. Yeah. There you go. Didn't work for you though, huh? No good. <laughs> No, it's just not that comfortable in my yeah. own skin, right? As they say. Let's go to Rick and Groton. Hey, Rick. Hey, Rick. Hi, Craig. Hi, Bradley. Um, I just had some information on the Uber drivers. Yeah. The uh, you said the car was from was Hertz Rent a Car. Yeah. Uh, Uber and Lyft provide cars for the drivers, and they come from all the different rent a car agencies. So, uh, oh. so they would be responsible for those. Got it. It's relatively new, but they do it. Got it. And I'm a livery driver, and I work at the airport, and I've seen uh, several accidents at the airport where the livery drivers are backed into by Uber cars. And the Massport people just say, take the license plate and go deal with Uber on your own. They don't even allow you to exchange papers. You're kidding. No, they just say, go, go figure it out. And one of my fellow drivers went to Uber tried to trace the driver and they never found him you gotta be kidding me no so why is that allowed why is that okay it's not okay that is unbelievable it's not at the airport they um they definitely give preference to the ride share cars over the livery cars yeah why Why is that that? why rick i don't know why it is but it i've don't want to be one of those conspiracy theory guys but i see it every day you think somebody's paying somebody that's the rumor. So, Ooh, so I rumor. noticed. I noticed just the opposite when I was in Chicago, uh, and okay. but and I think it was because the volume of rideshare in Chicago 
was ten mm-hmm. times what I've ever seen in 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 uh, Boston. It was insanity oh, okay. out there, and they wow. they had two cops whose sole responsibility was to scream at Uber drivers, and <laughs> and they were I mean it was like they were you know they were chasing them out of out of places uh, that they weren't supposed oh, yeah. to be, which oh, which definitely doesn't in. see that as you know I definitely don't see that in Boston. So it's like oh I you know, see there's that a, every night. Oh, do you? Okay, yeah, yeah. If you come if you come into the airport from the Callahan Tunnel. You got to the place where you go to the arrivals and departures. Yes. If you go off to the right where it says to hotels. Yeah. The Uber lot is at the bottom of that got it. ramp. They took the nice lot where the cabs used to be and they gave it to the ride shares and they threw the cabs someplace else. Wow. The Uber drivers block that road and they coming back from the terminals, they take a left hand turn on a red light and clog the road. And the other night, I saw the cars backed up almost all the way to the tunnel. Wow. So the general public and nobody could get in. But if you drive around those ramps around the airport, at night especially, yeah, 50 to 60% of those cars are ride shares. No kidding. See, I, I always and, come in from the pike, and I don't really get over right. in that way. So, yeah, I wouldn't have seen No, that. you come into a different side there. Yeah. When you, um, they want to move them over into the central garage, and supposedly they're doing it on October first. Okay. But they don't, they don't want to go. But um, it's, it becomes a matter of sheer volume. There's just too many of them. Right. And it can take, it can take me 15 minutes to drive a tenth of a mile. Wow. At uh, sometimes at night, and it's unpredictable. Yeah. Right. Right. And. I also see them, like I said, taking left on red. I see them taking right turns from left-hand lanes and vice versa. Yeah. I've seen them go wrong ways on one-way streets. And they're just trying – I understand what they're doing. They're trying to get their customer to where they're going and move on to the next. Right. But just the other day, I, I dropped off a customer at Terminal B. I'm standing behind my car getting a suitcase out. And there's a crosswalk behind me when an Uber driver came into the crosswalk around the corner at about twice the legal speed, and he stopped about six inches from the back of my leg. Oh, man. My, my customer screamed. I turned around. I screamed. The guy just shifted into reverse and took, took off, off again going. Yep. It's a five-mile-an-hour speed limit, and he was going 10 to 15. Thanks. So, so, yeah, ahead, thanks. Eat. Thanks, Rick. Um, yeah. You know, it's it, I, so. This is the thing. I, you know, I don't spend enough time at the airport to really be a, you know, a knowledgeable source on this. But out in the suburbs, the issue that we're having is with Amazon drivers, which is kind of the same deal. It, do, are you familiar with this whole thing? Because I don't use Amazon at all. I mean, right? unmarked Amazon drivers. That unmarked whole, yeah. Amazon drivers. These guys are showing up in in like ratty nineteen ninety two Dodge Caravans with one door caved in. And they just show up in your driveway, and you have no idea who they are, right? Yeah. You know, like with, you know, the UPS guy comes, he shows up in a giant brown truck. I know exactly who he yeah. is. These people, I have no idea who they are. I'm surprised are. they don't get shot by homeowners. I am shocked that they don't. And because not, they look, on top in, of that, you know, like, like, who are you? On top of that, two of the deliveries that we've ever gotten uh, smelled like cigarettes because the guy was smoking cigarettes in the, in the car. <laughs> So, you know, which is another thing they don't allow, you know, UPS guys and FedEx guys you know, to do. You know, this, you know, there's like rules around these things. There's a there's a framework that works and and we're just kind of we're leaving all that stuff yeah. in the name of just sheer cheapness.
Well, yes. What this is is favoring big business over the people. It's favoring big business and money over public safety and quality of life. Let's go to Bill in Boylston. Bill. Hi, Jay. Hi, Fitz. Hey, Bill. Fitz. What's happening? I had a comment about that trailer hitch, but you guys brought up the scooters in Boston. And my goodness, we're working nights down at Mass Ave and Harrison Ave and Tremont Street. And they go by 6, 8, and 10 in a group. I don't know what the answer is. These guys are flying. They're the answer is to ban them, to not allow them. They're a menace. Yeah. A menace or to society. Two policemen on either side of the road with a rope. Yeah. I, no, no, I can't. That I cannot laugh at that. It's not funny. Right. But anyway, um, that's for you, you, that's a, what, a joke you tell on your own at the bar. <laughs> right. Um, the trailer hitch. Fitz, you remember when um, plow frames um, were attached to the front of the truck? Yes, after I do. You the plow. Okay, and then they attached the frame, so you drop the frame and the plow Correct. because of the excess damage that that plow frame could cause. Yep. And it was it was my understanding that a trailer hitch that isn't hooked up to a trailer falls under the same purview. Um, the trailer hitch causes excess damage to the vehicle that hits you. So you're supposed to, if you have a trailer hitch. Oh, yeah, you're in, supposed to take the receiver off. Pull, right? pull, pull right. the receiver off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that, that was my understanding. That is probably true. This thing that I was driving did not have the, the, the hitch pulled out of it. <laughs> right, right. It was welded on. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was. It was. Uh, it had. It, it had been slid in there, and I did not. I had neglected to take it out. I don't know what the. I. I, I don't know what the state regulation is on that. I'll yeah, have to look. I just heard. I, I heard, and I always removed mine when I wasn't towing. Yeah. For that reason, right? And it was just you know something in the back of my mind. But the the it's funny the um the Uber cars. There was a body shop in a in a very rural town, Maynard, and um it, it was a little used car lot. But eighty percent of his business was body repair. And I'm saying, look at all these little cars, all these little Toyotas mm. and little Hondas and little, and what they were they were Uber cars. Yeah. In for body damage. Yeah. And it was like a like a demolition derby yeah <laughs> These guys yeah are destroyed. <laughs> we we have an amazon uh distribution center and it's a, again it's a subcontractor but it's a distribution center out in milford and at uh i go to the gym at 7 30 in the morning seven o'clock in the morning and as i'm going to the gym i drive by this place and there's a non-stop flood of yeah. um uh you know ford transit vans coming out of this place and the, when they first opened, the first week they opened, they, they, these brand new vans pulling out. And within within about two months, there wasn't a straight panel on any one of those things. They were all trashed. Isn't it something? Yeah, yeah. they, 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 they and they just like, park like anywhere. They they yeah. park them anywhere. They'll they'll like stop in the middle of the road to deliver a package. It's insanity. It's insanity. Yeah. And and what yeah. what really kind of bugs me is that you know between. The Uber between the Amazon delivery guys and the landscapers who would just will, will leave a trailer out in the middle of the road. Yeah. The cops are doing nothing about it. They're not ticketing anybody. I've never seen anybody get ticketed for, you know, like a cop pull up behind, uh, you know, a, 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 an, uh, um, uh, an Amazon delivery guy and, and write him a citation for, for parking illegally. Right. It's insane. Bill, got to run. 
Appreciate it. For some reason, we're getting wicked busy. 617-254-1030 is our number with Craig Fitzgerald of bestride.com. Talking about businesses behaving badly, all the way from scooters to cars and Uber and Amazon, etc. And, uh, you know, we can't just talk about it. You need to do something about it. You need to contact the people that are the decision makers and let them know that you're going to remove them from their job or their office if they don't. You really need to spend 15 minutes a day contacting someone, whether it be a senator, a representative, about something you care about. Get in that habit. It's WBZ. We heard you on the radio. That's right. Now, say my name. Bradley J. Jay talking. WBZ News Radio 1030. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Turn on your radio. You've got me listening to this. Turn it on. Bradley J. Oh, you are a smooth talker. You are. You are. This is a Bradley J. talking. You talk the talk. Do you walk the walk? WBZ News Radio 1030. That's WBZ. Boston's News Radio. Uh, we have Fitzy in. Fitzy Fitzgerald. Hey. And uh, talking about cars in particular. Now, uh, companies using vehicles that behave badly all the way from the scooters to the Lime bikes to the Uber, to the Amazon drivers. Some people, by the way, say, well, you know, if the Amazon drivers are identified, they will be vulnerable. So what? Uh, too bad. I, I mean, the UPS guy the UPS, drives, drives a big brown right. truck. He's the, he's the most vulnerable guy out there. It's a tough, it's a tough world. Get a helmet, I guess. <laughs> we have Tony, I mean, excuse me, Tim and Whitman. Tim and Whitman, how do you do? Tim. Bradley, how you doing? Good. I can't hear you very well, Tim. You're on speaker. Better, better get off. Hang on one sec. All right. We'll, we'll get back to you in a moment. Jim in Boston, how you doing? Hello. Hello. <laughs> All right. Let's try someone. Rick in Boston. Maybe he's not on the speaker. Hi, Rick. Hey, good morning, Bradley Jake. Okay. How's it going? Um, good. I should just share something with you. Maybe you can help me out. Again, um, are you on the speaker phone? Are you on the speaker phone, Rick? No. I can't I'm, hear you I'm very my, well. Um, I'm on my iPad. Okay, it does not working out. I'm sorry. I can't hear you very well. Let's try Jim in Boston. Jim, hi. What's up? Not much. Oh, okay. So, listen. Uh, I drive a cab in Boston, okay? Yep. I, I know you guys are talking about Uber and all that stuff and everything. All right? And I just want to fill you in on a little things that are lightning maybe about this whole thing, you know, it's trans... Uh, just changed everything, the, the whole complexion of this business. Uh, but number one, we have a, an ex-governor who's one of the big attorneys for Uber now. So, of course, uh, uh, a man in politics like that is going to support uh, an unregulated business because he's a lawyer for them. So, obviously, he's not going to say, well, this is bad and it's not working out. He's all pro, he's pro Uber now. My point being, and I'll keep it brief, 
uh, about 10 years ago, the city uh, distributed or they made available to the public uh, 300 more medallions. You know what those are, right? Yep. Okay, so now you've got 300 more medallions. The city profited big time off that because they charge anybody who wanted to take out a mortgage, like buying a home, $300,000 for each Uber license. I mean, each uh, medallion cab license. Right. So, therefore, you've got 300 uh, more taxis on the road 10 years ago, starting, you know, approximately 10 years ago. Now, Uber comes into the picture. This guy who just is barely making it, has, you know, he's still making that big payment every month on that mortgage because when you essentially buy a medallion, it's the same thing as buying a home. Right. Well, you, you think, you know, make, you're making a monthly payment. Now, the value of a medallion has dropped dramatically, and I'm sure I don't have to tell you that, but let's say it was 300000 10 years ago. It probably, you could probably buy a, a Boston license for under 50000 now. So you basically like took your house and, and cut it down to an eighth, and you're only worth the house only worth an eighth of what it used to be. Well, thanks, Jim. Yeah. Thank you very much. My my position on that is an, it's an investment, just like any other investment, and it, like it's it's like I invested in a stock or any any commodity. It's up to me to keep an eye on the market to know when the, to guess or study up on when it's going to go up. Or go down, I, if I buy so many shares of soybean futures, I can't go whining that something happened that uh, made the value of those go down. I, I'll tell you the biggest mistake that the cab companies made years ago is is for years you had to have cash. You had to have cash with you to get a cab. And that I mean that's not that's not the case anymore. And what I've noticed now is that the cab companies have started to innovate, which is what they should have been doing a long time ago. But they really have started to innovate with their own apps, so that you can call a cab with you know in, in using an app app just like Uber yeah. and pay for it through your phone just the way you do Uber. It it worked great when I was in New York City, mm-hmm. um, and I haven't honestly I have not taken a cab since. The Uber revolution. I've been using Uber exclusively now for the last, you know, six or seven years. The experience itself is it's for me is good. A, is a it's better good. experience. It is a be- better experience you, you, than the cab. Part of the thing is you know when it's coming with a cab. If you call yep. one, yep, we'll be right there in ten minutes, maybe. Yep. And if you have an urgent situation, you need to yep. know. Uh, back to back to the uh, the topic of the medallion. He said it's like a house. It is like a house, and when you buy a house, it's an investment, and you need to keep an eye on what's going on in the market in your neighborhood to make sure. If you think that the value of that house is going down, you better sell it, and it's kind of the same with the medallion. Yep. You bought it as an it was a, as an investment, and if you think it's going to go up, hang on to it, and if you think it's going to go down, get get out, and maybe you'll make a profit. Let's go to, let's see, who's next? Ralph in Maine. Hi, Ralph. Hey, Bradley, and your buddy there. Hey, Ralph. What's happening? Good. Well, i got to tell you, this Uber thing, I've been keeping an eye on it. Good. I think it's going to unravel, and I'll tell you how. The guys driving their nice cars, picking people up in their Ubers, they're not going to be able to buy a brand-new car in a couple of years for $30,000. They're not getting enough. It's it's 50 cents a mile, federal regulations for mileage. Right. And I got to tell you, they're not making enough to buy a $30,000 car in two years. 
And I think it's going to unravel. And, and Uber's will do all right because they'll get a whole new group of guys with their nice new car. But in two years, it's going to be shot to hell. I don't understand. Buy a new one. Well, how did they get the money the first time to get the nice car? And how's it going to be any different well, the next time when well, they, they already, show up? Well, they already have the car. I mean, that's like me. I already have my car. I use I it. So I got to get a new one in a couple for the years. Good, you had the money for the good car from your previous good job. Now you have this new job not making enough to replace that car with a good car. Well, right. If Uber thinks he can do, can do it full time, he won't be able to buy a thirty thousand dollar car in a couple of years. So your point when is, the soon, the soon they're all going to be beaters. Yeah, and then what happens? Uber's going to do all right because there'll be a whole new crop of naive people driving their nice new cars, and they're going to pick up the people, but not make it. They're not making enough. Maybe could be. By the way, you talk about dangerous, dangerous rideshare drivers. Rideshare driving is a go-to occupation for immigrants, legal. Well, let's just say immigrants, and these people come from places like Cairo and Sudan and places where people drive crazy, and they have an, an entirely different driving culture in their brain, and they haven't been here long enough to assimilate, and they still drive that way, and that's another problem. People driving like it's Cairo. Okay, next it's Rick in Boston. Hi, Rick. Wow. Rick, let's just give up on Rick. We have Tim in Whitman. Hi, Tim. Oh, man. Let's try. Tim and Rick, try another day. We have Scott and Quincy. Hi. Hey, this is Scott in the car and uh, driving to Quincy. Hey, Scott. And, uh, always a good show. And... Uh, you know, ever since I started hearing about the Uber topic on talk radio, the question I've always had in my head is that, you know, a lot of these cab drivers are subcontractors. They go into a cab company, they rent their cab for the night, and right. they have to pay for the use of the cab. Hmm. What's stopping them from not using the meter but cranking up their Uber app, driving all night on Uber in the cab and Lyft, and then... Uh, you know, paying their debt to the cab company and pocketing the money from Uber. Why? I th Who says they have to use the meter? Uber Uber uh, makes you verify your car, right? So when I when I call an Uber, I know what their license plate number is, and that's how I identify them when they pull in. So they're not, you know, if it's a cab, they're they're not going to accept that as a as a a valid you know, a car that they can use to pick people up with, you know, it's got to be your car. Basically, it's got to be a car that, you know, you're, you're not using for a day, basically. So, All right. I, so which is I why understand. I didn't understand I, that. That was why I was unclear on the Hertz thing. But, you know, it, it was explained to me just just a little while ago that, you know, Uber's actually supplying some of those. So Uber cars. actually rented that. Yeah. Yeah. And their name yep. is on that. Yeah. Registration. Yep. Scott, thanks a lot. So Good. Then, Go ahead. One last question. Why wouldn't Uber develop a special app for cabs and uh, so cabs could use the, the whole service too? So, so I used an app called Curb, which calls a cab. So I would have, I, my guess is that, you know, this has been, you know, developed by a consortium of companies that, you know, run major cab companies across the country and I just looked because I had downloaded it when I was in New York City and I just look now and I can get a cab 
I can get a cab from uh, from Boston in in a minute uh, here. So and it works exactly the way the Uber app works. It's just a cab shows up. Craig Fitzgerald, by the way, uh, bestride.com. And Craig is an, an editor. He writes for the thing. You can read what he writes. He's a good writer. And he sure knows about cars. He'll be back in an, uh, in a month or so. It's WBZ. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.